You know, I would have been a terrible, I would have been a terrible explorer because I can't draw for shit. You know, all these explorers were able to like draw plants perfectly, draw birds perfectly. Yep, I had no problem drawing this fucking bird <laughs> anatomically perfectly. I'm an explorer. That's you know, like I'd be a shitty explorer because I didn't have a foot. They didn't have cameras back then. You had to draw every everything. single every single person I drew would look like a Jim Davis. Um, you know, the guy who writes Garfield, it would look like a reject from one of his things because that's the style of cartooning that I usually undertake. And the plants and stuff, yes. Why does everything in here look like a fucking Christmas tree or a maple leaf? Because those are the two <laughs> things I can draw. I don't know. Everything out there looked like that to me. It was green. It had leaves. Yep. And it was green. And it had, like, <laughs> it had five leaves. leaves. I don't recommend like, wiping your ass with this one. No, this <laughs> oh, one. No. This one burns. Hey. <laughs> My Grundle is still not fucking back to normal. The Grundle tales of uh, of Mike. Yes. There was a man who who had a uh, who had like a like a membership. And he could come there and, like, use the facilities and go into the steam room and stuff. This guy was hung like a fucking, uh, like a, I don't know, a fucking blue whale. The guy had a gigantic wang. Mm -hmm. Big hairy balls, big fucking wang. And he used to sit in the steam room without Circumcised? a towel. Hmm? Circumcised? Um, Important details here. Come on. Yes, I believe so. Okay. To be honest with you, that is one thing I'm embarrassed I don't remember. <laughs> embarrassed why I don't know, but he was he used to, he used to like to come, come on, in. Come I need and... more details about this dick, Mike. What kind of <laughs> fucking asshole are you? He had a big blue vein that ran the length of his shaft and into the glands. Mm. Nobody uses the word glands enough. Um, so anyway, he used to come in on a regular basis, and had apparently been doing this for a while. And as you walked into the uh, men's locker room, there was a steam room that was off to the side. And he'd be in there with a towel underneath of his butt, but his legs spread wide open, dick facing towards the door. And it would make people very uncomfortable. So who do they call? They don't ask the staff in that area to do something about it. They call security to come up there and deal with it. Mm. So now I have to find a way to... Be like, excuse me, sir, could you put away your massive cock and balls? I need to speak with you for a moment. As it was, I walked, I think I was in with another person. I think that the guy that was with me, and this was, this was a long time ago, so I may get some of the details wrong. I don't remember me specifically having to do much with this, but just kind of open the door up and being like, would you mind covering that up for a second? And then my the guy that I was with went in there and explained to him that he had to wear, you know, Something, a Speedo at least. Or just cover your shit up with a towel. Nobody said you gotta go in there with your tidy whiteies on, but for God's sake, put the fucking elephant trunk away. <laughs> He's in there with a goddamn human blunderbuss pointing it at the fucking door constantly. And it was big. It was a big dick. I gathered by your mm -hmm. various colorful ways of describing it as such. I think blunderbuss might be my favorite. Yeah, that's pretty good. If you have never picked up 
and this is one that it's just amazing the diamond encrusted golden uh sphincter oh it's it's worth uh, it's worth a ton is that that sphincter jewelry that fits around the, the sphincter and it like sort of snaps into place yes Oh, I mean, the installation is a little bit difficult, and you got to make sure that you keep the old turd cutter right in the center of it, mm-hmm. so that way you know you're not just walking around with things falling out of you. Right. But uh, the end result <laughs> uh, is just—it's stunning. It's stunning. It's mesmerizing. That would be one time that I would be like, "This ass jewelry really works. It, it's, it's, it really works. It pulls the whole look together." Yeah, um, you know, it's becoming. I think it ass jewelry is a thing that's starting to come into its own. Um, you see that a lot in porn, are girls who are rocking a little jewel encrusted butt plug. Yes, just a little one, and they're walking around with it. I guess all day, which I don't think sounds particularly healthy or comfortable. Well, I mean, but, it, it is it is usually um, like a surgical stainless type steel, and I think that the worst part of it is probably sticking it in initially because once it reaches body temperature, sure. I really feel like that would probably feel pretty good. Right. It'd be like this nice warm reminder, you know, that it's there. I don't sure, know. Maybe. Sure, sure. But when you got to poop, you got to like, you know, pop that fucking thing out and... Where do you put that in a public restroom? Like One back in your thing, purse? <laughs> there needs to be a, a butt plug holder uh, right over top of the toilet paper, I think. Yeah, yeah, there should be a butt plug holder with like a butt plug shield so that your yes. butt plug doesn't make contact with other butt plug leavings. Absolutely. Yeah. And here I mean, here's I'm assuming thing, a purse, like assuming it's only going to be the girl with the butt plug. But we are specifically talking about girls rocking butt plugs. Well, um, I mean, yes, you were, but, I but I'm, I'm, I'm thinking, I'm thinking in the realm of uh, anybody can really do it if they want yeah. to. Maybe, maybe, maybe that's your thing. And and if it is, yeah. awesome. Um, I think that yeah, that 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 there could be a whole niche market for for these products. I'm gonna go out on uh, here a and little say case something for your butt plug. Maybe you just, that way sure. you don't have to worry about contamination. You this lovely little case that you can stick it in and then stick it in your pocket, stick it in your purse. In your coat? I mean, you know. I don't think I'm saying anything particularly controversial, though, when I say that overall, if I were a butt plug person, like when I say a butt plug person, I mean like a butt plug sales person. Someone <laughs> someone who went door to door selling butt plugs. Possibly. I didn't think you were literally a person made out of butt plugs. So, no, yeah. no, no, no. But like <laughs> a, I, I have like a business that sells butt plugs. Let's just say that. Okay, and I want someone to model my product. I am gonna pick a woman, and that is that may initially sound sexist, and maybe it even is sexist. I but think to it me, is. But to me, it is because I think that the female form is more attractive, and I feel it's less blocky and wooden-looking than the average male, or even a really well-muscled, physically fit specimen isn't as pleasing to the eye in the buttocks region to me uh, just in terms of hair distribution and various other aspects that I I don't juxtaposition of shapes and forms I can't really describe why but I feel that a a woman is going to carry that off better you know what it might be it might be because there's no turkey neck hanging down in front of the the bulbous area there you know like in front you know of the, what? my butt plug. 
I'm going to tell you why I don't agree with you. And this is not an argument. This is a civil conversation. First of all, I think if you're going to have uh, ladies modeling them, they should be au naturel. So there's going to be hair and everything else. I think that's really, for me... I didn't, I didn't say there wasn't hair. I'd say I that know hair... that. I'm saying... I think that you're and, and you're missing out on some on some uh, some markets that you would otherwise get. Like you could have a very uh, thin, feminine um, man that is wearing one. You could have a a uh, person of a heavier persuasion wearing one. Um, you could have a muscular guy wearing one, an average Joe wearing one. I mean, you could really, you hit all the right fucking uh, keys on that one and make it an inclusive thing. Butt plugs are for everyone, butt not plugs, just for nice looking women's behinds. Butt plugs are for everyone, as long as they want it. Butt, yeah. plugs, butt plugs are fine for butt consenting people. Mm -hmm. Um, uh,. But there's still the problem of the visual aspect of that bulbous dick and balls hanging in front of that pretty, pretty pink jeweled butt plug. Well, maybe some of us wouldn't mind seeing a little wedding tackle in all of its natural glory hanging down. But also, you forget, you could have them kind of pull it up front, kind of cross their legs a little bit and bend over. You're going to get a great view of the plug and its natural surroundings, and you're not going to see that whole last chicken in the shop deal hanging out in see, front. See, and that's where I was going with that, is that it is the last chicken in the shop. You, you can sit here and defend the natural beauty of the human body all you want. You can body shame uh, and uh, go against the body shame all you want, but I'm body shaming myself and all other men when I say that dicks are ugly as fuck. In every manifestation that there is. Tom, period. I'm going to tell you this right now. If you had the bravery to pose, if you, particular you, had the bravery to pose with a butt plug <laughs> sticking out of your ass, I would fully <laughs> expect that you would also be showing everything else. Just because you've got the confidence, you've got the power, and it's Maybe. all centered around that midsection and lower. Maybe, maybe that's my problem. Then I don't have the confidence, and I'm just jealous. I, I don't know. I can't say. I uh, think that you know, may, maybe you should try taking a moment and and doing a little self exploration and and kind of you know maybe snap a picture over your back of your ass in the mirror and just take a moment and and drink it in and try to find something that you find positive see, about that about that imagery. Now, see, here's where your difference of humor and mine is, is because I would have said that same thing, but I would have said, and then send it to me. <laughs> <laughs> hey, look, I wasn't done yet. <laughs> I'm going to put that in the old spank bank. Yeah. Cha-ching. Right now, another tale for my nutsack. <laughs> Um, yeah, that would <laughs> suck, dude. Oh, I'll bet the I'll bet the 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 crimp, crypt keepers um, nut sack is pretty dry. I'm just gonna go ahead and put that out there. It's probably yeah. like, like you need some jergens on that shit. It's like desiccated plums. <laughs> <laughs> To 
keep stuff in your your I know what you're talking about and it just seems like the dumbest thing in the world like how do you wow. not get how ovens work like when you open it up you know you don't just I don't know if you keep stuff in there you don't you don't take you know you take it out before you preheat the oven I guess you know sometimes right? you just have a little bit of a lapse of memory I I can't and and yes. as for the microwave whenever we make baked goods like if they need to cool off before we can cover them up and stick them somewhere just to keep the cats out of them we might stick it in the microwave okay all right just to cool it off you know but so. that's a t but you don't start I guess it's different because you don't start the microwave site on scene. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like, like you might with an oven. I guess I'm being a little harsh to oven folk. Like, out there. what are you doing? Um, I'm preheating the microwave, duh. <laughs> but your TV dinner's still sitting on the counter. I know. I need the microwave oven to be warmed up before I stick it in. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, that's funny. Preheat your microwave. <laughs> I, um, um, yeah, don't remember what I was going to say. Oh, well, must have been a lie. <laughs> <laughs> That's a safe assumption. Yeah. If I can't remember what I was going to say, it was clearly bullshit. Also, I think my mom started me to saying that when I was a little kid, where I'd be like, Mom, I don't remember what I was going to say. And she's like, well, that's because it must have been a lie. And I'm wow. like, I don't know. I don't know how to feel about that. Are you saying that I lie all the time, or... Just that I have a really bad memory for lies. Hey, thanks, Mom, for the deep-seated sense of shame. I don't remember what comedian it was, but basically told a joke about how he had, like, terrible gas, and this kid was being an absolute bastard to his mother, and, like, screaming and pulling toys off the shelf, and, like throwing them down and breaking stuff open and playing with it in the middle of the aisle and his mother's basically telling him no no you can't do this and he's calling her a bitch and like smacked her and stuff and she was looking away and the kid was going for something on the bottom shelf and this guy walks up and fucking rips like this nasty horrible beer fart right in the kid's face <laughs> he's like you literally could see the kid's hair getting pushed back as it was coming out and the kid just looked at him and went and started screaming and the guy's like I was laughing so hard I almost pissed myself as I <coughs> went the opposite way down the aisle from his mom he's like and the mom caught up with me later and was like did you just fart on my son <laughs> and I'm like oh my god I that's something I would completely do if I if I had the ability like if I could fart on command you know, that would be something that I would do. Kid was being a little prick. I just fart right on him. I thought maybe you were gonna tell me that the guy just pushed the kid down. I wasn't expecting him to be farted on. Yeah, he literally he's like he's like I backed up my I backed up my ass right against the side of his head and let like the nastiest silent but deadly like beer fart go in the kid's face. And he said the kid's face wrinkles up as he smells it and he goes takes a deep breath and goes Aah! and starts screaming. Realistic <laughs> I mean that's alright, let's let's be honest, that's a horrible traumatizing thing to happen, but who screams like that at a fart? <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> I gotta say, the funnier part about him screaming was he had to really inhale to do that. Yeah. So he oh. probably tasted it too. Oh yeah, he took a deep <laughs> mouthful. Mm. That's right. Yep. He, he not only smelled it, but he tasted it. It was the, like the complete, you know, circle of uh, of a good fart. And especially, I mean, we've all cropped. I'm sure. Well, most of us have probably cropped dusted a crowd when you're walking in the mall. I've done it. You know before where you're walking in a group of people and you let one go and somebody you know somebody in the group smelled it because a lot of times what i do is i'll, I'll fart i'll let it ruminate for just a uh, just a a few seconds and then i'll back off the side and watch to see the people as they're smelling and looking at each other and everything it's it's really it's gratifying you take an absurdly upsetting amount of pleasure in your farts and how they interact with others I do. If I get no audience for what I did, I really feel like it was a wasted effort. I'm, I, I, I seriously enjoy it. Like if somebody, like if I wave a fart, even if it's not like one of my kids smells it, and they, I'll say to them, "Did you smell that?" And they'll go, "No." I'm like, "Oh, damn it!" I, like I failed somehow. <laughs> but you're not producing anything that takes effort. All you're doing is farting. That doesn't require effort. There's no effort at all. See, now that's not true. Sometimes you you can roll one back through the system a couple times, kind of squeeze it off before it gets to the release point, and it'll go back. And I like to think that maybe it gets a little smellier each time it does that. So Do maybe you have scientific maybe... evidence to prove that. <laughs> I don't, but I'm sure somebody's done it. Well, you need to run some scientific trials if you're going to be making these outlandish claims, sir. Well, the bad thing would be that I would have to be able to actually fart on command. I do know somebody that can do that. I know a guy that can, like, squat down and he can pull air into his butt. I, I'm still not certain how exactly. Like, how yeah. do you inhale? How do you inhale through your sphincter? I don't know. So his name is what? Jimmy Horrible? Is that but his I've name? But I watched him do it where he, he'd be like, well, check it out. He's like, I'm pulling the air. And then he'd go, and he'd rip one, and I'd be like, nah, you were holding that in. He'd be like, I can do it anytime. And I'd be like, do it now. And he would he would do it. And I'd be like, that's fucking insane. Where I don't do understand how you can do people? this. And, and more importantly, not just how where do you find these people, but how do you get them to admit to these skills? Like, you and I walk vastly different circles in life. Well, There's nowhere in my workplace... <sighs> Would Let's I just... encounter anyone who is going to be like, hey, check it out. Look what I can do. I can suck gas up my ass and make fart noises. It's cool. Well, you know? let's just say never happened. that I, I, I've i worked with many a people, and it doesn't matter who I work with. You put me in a, in a fucking room with anybody on a regular basis, and I will, I will break them to a point that that they will share stuff with me like that. I mean, but like, if you could fart on command, why wouldn't you tell everybody you could do that? That that's you know, I think that's a gift. <laughs> but uh, that's how it that's how it comes about. It like it just very naturally happens that eventually people will tell me stuff like that about themselves because of the, I guess because of the way I am because I'm very blunt and and open about things and I think that I like to think that if if somebody around me has a special power like that, that they would they would want to share with me because they I know I'll, I will appreciate it. The core difference here between you and I is that you think farts are funny and I just don't. And I don't understand how you don't find farts funny, but that that's you. I think you. they're and, disgusting. And, and, I, and I appreciate disgusting. you. Do you find burps funny? No, 
Is it funny when somebody like you know rips a burp off because it's essentially you know same thing, different end? So all it is, all it is. I I share I share the same bafflement of it uh, and the obsession with it that I have had with uh, like like my science teacher when I was in sixth grade, where someone farted in class and everyone's laughing. He's like, "What's the big deal? Flatulence is totally normal. All it is is gas passing out of your body." Why is that funny? You know, he was baffled by it. I am too. Why is that funny? It's not. It doesn't fucking strike me as funny. It smells bad. And when someone waves it at me, I get inanely <laughs> pissed off. And you find that fucking deliciously funny. And I think that you're brain damaged for it. But I'm fucking, I'm fucking laughing right now and I didn't even fart. <laughs> You're, you're right, and 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 you and that science teacher are part of a small subset of people who don't find gas funny. Because I think universally, if I was in a room with people from all different countries and I farted, that probably the majority of that room would laugh. Okay, I think it's well, a universally humorous thing. That's fine. I don't disagree with that. I think that that is probably one of the oldest forms of humor. I'm just saying it's mm -hmm. not a particularly good one. I, I think it's timeless. And, and and if I ever stop finding farts funny, I think I've reached the end of the line. Well, I think I've that that's the end of it. I stopped liking them when I was in, like, middle school. I thought well, thinking of them as funny in middle school. I, I'm just saying that in that way, I am more mature than you and far, so, far, so far more So you did superior. find them funny, though, before that point. I did. Okay. But then I grew up. That's did, what I'm saying. Did a fart hurt you at some point in time, Tom? Do you want to talk about it? Yeah, they stink. They're disgusting. They linger. They're foul. It's yeah. ass. It's shit. It's shit coming out of your ass. It's not to be shared. It's not to be laughed at. It's to be ashamed of. You need to go in the other room and fucking shit that stuff out of your body. I disagree. And I, no. I disagree wholeheartedly about that. And we'll never we'll never see eye to eye on this never. one, unfortunately. Never. Never will you change my mind. I am firmly set in that this. You will never change my mind either because literally the only way that a fart can go wrong is if you shit your pants. And that's even funnier. No, that's horrible. Oh, man. All right, all right, all right. A good pants shitting story can be really funny. <laughs> that's true. That's true. But I don't... There's usually some circumstance that is undeniably you know if... funny in a, in a pants shitting story. If, if, if you were to come up to me in one of your legendary, hey, Tom, check it out, and fart in, and you ended up shitting your pants, I would, first of all, laugh until I was dead. And then second of all, you would never live it down. You would never hear the end of it in the rest of your life. That's okay, though. I would, I would, uh, I would, I'd be fine with that. I really would, because, uh, you would it, take it's, a, one it's, for the team. it's objectively funny to me still. <laughs> like, times that I have accidentally shit my pants, and I'm not talking when you're sick or something like that. I'm talking Those like you trusted, you trusted a fart and it got away from you. Mm -hmm. Or something like that. Yeah, mm -hmm. I, I still chuckle to myself thinking about that. And I'm the one that suffered because I either had to ditch my pants and my underwear and wipe my butt somewhere that, you know, I, with, with I mean, possibly with, with less than ideal wiping apparatus, etc. Or <laughs> tie a jacket around my waist and make my way to the car to leave. I don't know. I, I, still, I still think that's funny.
farts aren't funny to me because anyone can do them, but shitting your pants requires real dedication. Either you need to be really into that, like, sexually, or mm -hmm. you are so committed to the joke that you were willing to trust a fart that was not reliable, and you ended up shitting your pants, like, for a joke? All right. At that point, it becomes hilarious. Wow. I don't know that I would do it for a joke. You see, I think that for me, shitting your pants is funny when it, um... No, 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 no. You're misunderstanding me. I'm not saying that you did the... F that you shat yourself on, jo on <laughs> okay. as a joke. I'm saying that you took it to the edge where you might very well shit yourself for the joke. You know what I mean? Got and it. I got and then it, yeah. you ended up passing that line. That's what makes it funny is that you took the risk and you ended up getting fucked for it. And you just <laughs> shat your pants. There that is that's hilarious to me. All right. There, there's two guys that I used to work with that um, decided to have a farting contest, which I still think. You know, unless you unless you've been popping off or you know that it's coming because you got some bubbly guts or something, you know, it'd be very difficult to have a farting contest because they're so unpredictable at times. But these two guys pushed it to the limit and one of them did end up shitting his pants, took his underwear off and threw them out in the employee bathroom, and then he had to wear a scratchy like uh, disposable swimsuit for underwear for the rest of the evening. <laughs> that was funny. That was some funny shit. And you shit your pants, you're automatically the winner of the fart contest. I don't care oh, what anybody says. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of like a, a consolation prize, actually. But, you know, um, <laughs> I, I was when I was in the Army, there was this guy whose last name was, was interestingly enough, Brown. And, um, <laughs> <laughs> see, that I find funny. So, Brown shat his pants during his final... PT run like we had a, the PT test and that's like mm -hmm. push-ups, sit-ups, and a two-mile run, which, many... which could help loosen your bowels up a little bit. Well, the thing is that he had not been able to successfully pass his run, and he was about to graduate out of AIT. Otherwise, he would have been stuck in a holding pattern for, until he passed, and he'd be without his friends. He'd be kind of like, you know, all his classmates would have moved on without him, and it's just sort of like. Mm -hmm shameful feeling and and it just feels like shit to be left behind you know what i mean so <laughs> this feels like shit <laughs> this guy was like he pushed himself so hard the push-ups the sit-ups you get two minutes to do as many push-ups as you can do you get two minutes to do as many sit-ups as you can do and then you get uh you're to run two miles within however as fast as you can and there's like a, a chart that they look at and say okay based on your age you should be able to run no slower than this and you know he pushed himself to his very limit and at the, the finish line he shat himself and he ran through the finish line with shit running down his legs was I he wearing sweatpants or shorts shorts oh yeah not a good look we rode home in the fucking van with him it stank so fucking bad did he it pass was, he passed. All right. Oh, yeah. That's a good yeah. story then. Yeah, he passed. Good for him, you know? The most embarrassing thing ever, but you know what? No one made fun of him for it because that shit can happen to anybody. Well, not only that, really... I mean, consider the context, you know? The context, right. He pushed himself. He was so motivated that he shat himself, that he was sick that day, and he ran anyway.
could you imagine like during the Victorian era, you know, lifting up the old knickers and 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 just smelling the putrid odor of you know a week's worth of anus and 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 sweat down in that area and being like yeah i think i'd like to stick my tongue in there i think i'd like to to lick that yeah i'm thinking it was probably less common among the the people who didn't have means so you're telling me that the that these folks who were you know the poor people who didn't have anything else to do at night but fuck were um, often you know, the, the ones who were at the least advantage in terms of their sexual freedoms because uh, they were too dirty to knock certain areas together in, in certain ways. I think no matter how dirty things are, you can put tab A into slot B. I, th- I don't sure. think we have any issue with that one there, but yeah, I mean, you weren't you weren't jazzing it up first with a little spit. Right, right. It's what, I'm, what I'm saying here is that there was no consideration to the funk that was present for <laughs> some funk. to those people to the people who were who were who were doing it that wasn't a factor they're like i don't care whatever do you think that maybe like the the very well to do had like designated pussy lickers and cocksuckers like people that they would bring in specifically to do that that would get paid to do that so that be like i don't feel like uh, munching upon my old lady's nether regions tonight so i'm going to have ye old muff muncher come over and take care of it for me there was a stand-up comic that i saw when i went to go see doug stanhope in harrisburg mm-hmm. uh, i can't remember her name now but she did this bit where she was talking about i'm getting to this age in my life where i just don't want to i don't want to blow guys anymore I, I don't give a shit about that so i think here's what i'll do is i'll hire some young guy or some young girl who's really enthusiastic and be like yeah that's my blowjob surrogate you've got 15 minutes and then i'll get queued up on netflix and we'll watch breaking bad <laughs> I was I was walking around my building. This was in Harrisburg, and I'm walking around the building. Oh, you did tell this story, yes. And there's this guy in anyway. a full three-piece, well, not a three-piece suit, but like a two-piece suit, you know, like mm-hmm. a nice pair of pants, a jacket, a tie, you know, um, and 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 like white shirt, and, and it was disheveled, you know, like not disheveled to the point where he looked like he'd been sleeping on the street, more disheveled like he'd had a bad day. And said, "Fuck it, I'm untucking my shirt and loosening my tie." You <laughs> Fell know? asleep in his car during lunch and never put his shit back together. Exactly. Yeah. It yeah. just it was sloppy, but it wasn't like out like outra- outrageously so. And he turns to me as I'm walking by, and I'm walking around my building trying to get some exercise, just trying to get some fresh air. And this guy's like yells loud enough to for me to have to turn my headphones off and take them out of my ears, and says. Jeff's some fair change, man. Starts like, and I'm like, no, I don't have any money. He goes, yeah, right. <laughs> Just like that. And I'm like, wow, dude, really? With that attitude, I'm surprised no one's giving you any money. He goes, go fuck yourself. And then without hesitation, turns to the next people who are right behind me and says, do you have any money? Like, no sense of shame. <laughs> I, I might have just been tempted to go and get some bills and be like, well, I can go fuck myself with this $10, yeah. <laughs> you know, at that point. Yeah. Hey, look at me. I'm going to go hit the ATM. I'm going to have a nice lunch. You can't have any. See ya. 
Fuck you! <laughs> yeah, give it right back to him. Man, yeah, that, that's not the way to be if you're expecting some handouts. Come on now. It always boggles my mind when somebody does that to me, where I'm like, are you, are you serious? Are you that fucking full of pride that me asking you if I can take your cart back for you or or help you lift something heavy or what have you is is that damaging to you that you got to snap at me over it yeah that's, i don't know i don't know that's some deep-seated like there there's some Ooh. like freudian shit going on there i, I don't know yeah man somebody asked me if i need help if i don't i'll be like no i appreciate it thanks and if i do i'll be like yeah please yeah. thank you i love people you know I've, would... I've never scalded anybody for trying to help me I like people who will like, like you'll hold a door for them. It's like a, t it's like a two-way door. You know what I mean? There's two of mm -hmm. them, and you hold the door open for them, and then they lock eyes with you and purposefully open the other door as if to say, "I don't need your fucking charity." <laughs> it's like oh, I'm just holding a door for you, man. God damn! Don't take it so I don't fucking know. In that personally. situation, I'd be real tempted to be like, "Really?" <laughs> just be looking and be like, "Seriously." You know what? And that's then, you, you, or you shrug and, your shoulders and keep walking. I don't know. No, you actually, you know, what you do in a situation like that is you actually get right up in their face and obstruct them, <laughs> prevent them from like, hey. moving forward at all. Be like, sorry, am I in your way? Be like, I'm sorry, my obsessive compulsive disorder means that you have to walk through that door, and if I have to run you back through the other door backwards and through the door that I held open, it's going to happen. Yeah, this isn't about you. This is about me, motherfucker. That's terrible. I'm not. I'm not making fun of people with OCD since I have OCD. I'm just, <laughs> you know, I was just like my my mind my mind wandered for a moment there and I verbalized. Yeah, I It's like people you let them pull out. They don't wave to you. You know, you hold a door for somebody. They don't say thank you or even acknowledge your existence. Right. Those are the people that I would like to just trip them. I'd be like, oops, sorry. I bet they'll say something then. I don't know if you've heard of Briscoe Kane, but he is this man baby looking kind of lawyer from Texas. Um, <laughs> he, he looks he looks like he's about 12 years old in the picture that he's taking of himself in the airport waiting uh, to fly to Philadelphia. Mm -hmm. This his 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 tweet is this Texas lawyer is flying to Philadelphia this morning to link up with a team of attorneys from across the country to fight for a fair and honest election in Pennsylvania. Hashtag lawyers for Trump. And he looks he looks less like a hey I'm a lawyer and more like oh who's mommy's little lawyer. Well, and that's yeah. exactly what it is because the people who have replied to him are just like shredding him. Shredding him. So, Bald E. Murph says, he looks like the root and tootinous lawyer on that side of Mississippi. <laughs> Brittany B. 714 says, can you let me do an in-depth interview on you? I want to know how you went from being in high, from high school being gay with a real boyfriend. I went there with you. To now hating, <laughs> to now hating the gay community and to be pretending to be an ultra-conservative. No shade. I just want to know the process. Oh, uh, yeah, I, know, I didn't right? actually see that one. That there, that is, that's shots over the bow. Uh-huh. Uh, Brendel says, 
did you get in your dad's closet or something? This is like when Bart and Milhouse went to the World's Fair in Knoxville, Tennessee. <laughs> Saucy Stacy says, you will never convince me that this lawyer isn't three very small children stacked on top of each other. <laughs> You gotta make sure that you post this because oh, I will. people people are gonna see like you you've listened to this then you'll get to see it and it'll all make sense because he is just the most adorable little lawyer you ever saw. I, I mean, has anybody actually determined whether he's actually a real lawyer? Uh, I have no or was idea. Was it a gag? I don't think it's a gag. I think he's the real deal. I mean, I'm looking at his thing. He says he's state representative HD one two eight. Texas legislation, father of five boys, Burgundy's husband, whatever that means, senior counselor. Father from... of five boys? Yeah. Hmm. <sighs> I don't think he has enough DNA in him to pump out five boys. Well, he's I'm not sure guy. either, but uh, our, one of my favorite... Um, Hold on, let me find his tweets. One of my favorite people on the internet, uh, Justin McElroy, uh, <laughs> was slamming on him and he said, his hat is, is so big to store all the jelly beans that he needs for such a long flight. <laughs> <laughs> That's the kind of simple uh, observation. <laughs> it's just fucking hilarious. Uh, who doesn't want jelly beans on a plane ride? And that would make me Mike with an intro from Phil Collins. Thank you, Phil. Not I'm Phil at... Collins, the super buff and strange guitarist for uh, Def Leppard who never wears a shirt and all of a sudden now is like fucking Hercules looking, even though he's probably like 70. I'm talking about the, you know, the drummer from Genesis. Yes, that's who I thought you meant. Uh, <laughs> I pictured you wearing a pair of wraparound shades when, when that uh, drum fill came in. How did you good. know? I just, that's what I pictured. It felt very Are you watching 80s. watching me right now? Yeah. I yeah, mean, I always wondered, there's a series of holes in the ceiling directly above where I record at, and I always thought that it was Ceiling Cat uh, watching me, you know, waiting for me to masturbate, but I don't, I don't do that in this space. It's just a little too, there's too much, there's too busy in here. I'd afraid I'd be afraid that I'd, I'd accidentally jizz on something I didn't want to. Yeah, so, sure. So, uh, you know, I so so you're you you've got a device hidden in in one of these. Oh, that explains a lot. Mm. Well, that would be very hard for me to do, considering <laughs> I've never been in that room. So you say we've not been in the same room every second of the time you've been in my house. So <laughs> perhaps you. Uh, Perhaps you uh, dispatched some some robots here when I oh. wasn't looking that are like fly or mosquito shaped. So I would I would notice them and be annoyed, but not be be put off to the fact that perhaps they were installing things in places, nanobots, if you will. And I if you won't, I will. I can't even afford to get my car inspected. And you expect me to have <laughs> government level nanobots? <laughs> With cameras well, built into them. I just don't know where 
where I don't think that's where my priorities lie. Oh man, I tell you what, if I could have nanobots with cameras in them, I would. To invade people's pri uh, privacy? No, 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 no. No, more like so that I could um, really feed my own paranoia of what people are doing outside my house all the time. <laughs> <laughs> I'd have them like, like I'd fucking every square inch of my property, I'd be able to see the border like the entire way, you know, between myself and my parents and then my, my neighbor and my other neighbors and everything where like nothing could happen without me instantly knowing about it. <laughs> Well, you need to hook it up to a neural network and then wire that into your head and you'll become oh, like yeah. the, the... Or you could just have a compound like the Monarch from Venture Brothers. You know, it's funny. When you said a neural network, I immediately thought of Krang from Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. <laughs> I thought of me being like this weird brain thing on the, yeah. on the chest of uh, the like, stomach of this strange gummy looking you know <laughs> large pink amorphous blob of a, of, a, of, a, of a humanoid I went to the fabric store uh, just uh, yesterday or was it today no I think I think no it was today and um and, and I had um, all of the older ladies just fawning over me because I was talking about doing embroidery, hand embroidery, and, uh, and sewing and stuff. That, that's <laughs> hardcore. That's hardcore. Yeah. That's right. You know. Yeah, so, so you know a lot about drug trade then. For sure, mm -hmm. because because of your 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 hardcore um, sewing. Naturally, I mean, when when you spend as much time around no pill fleece and things as I do, I mean, whoo, you'd be surprised the corners of society and the areas in the dark that you get drug into. Yeah, I imagine. I'm gonna so. tell you. Yeah, mm -hmm. it's well, um, it's. I have True. been to my fair share of bingo halls, my friend. I know. Oh, hey, I know. I don't. I don't fucking play with bingo. That shit's oh, even just a little bit too. That's that's a little too, you know. It's bloodthirsty. No, yeah. I'm not oh. kidding, dude. I'm I'm not kidding either. I, I I went to a couple of like bingo nights, uh, like fire hall bingo. You know, People not are like. Insane. <laughs> they are wow dude you want to talk about being hardcore into something man i thought there was going to be a, a a wicked fight between all these old ladies <laughs> like there's all these old ladies <laughs> like women women who who are probably in their 60s to 80s or somewhere in that range probably not even as young as 60 i would say at a minimum probably 70 and they're all in there packed in there in their little hen's nests you I've know actually, i've actually been there i know yeah and some of them have brought their husbands and the husbands are sort of politely sort of like hello everyone you know but <laughs> 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 and I'll, I'll go get the hot dogs at, at intermission i'll go hon do you want some chips some chips oh, okay they have apple get cider it's in season oh yeah i'll get the apple cider i think i'll have the pink lemonade tonight yeah I'm gonna, I'm gonna go a little crazy. <laughs> wow. Yeah, a little crazy tonight. You know, we're getting <laughs> wild. But um, yeah, you go there and and everyone's like, I want the the double bingo and I want this and I want that and I want six cards and I want 
I'm gonna buy seven different color markers, even though I have like a purse full of them. And <laughs> you know, they have all this stuff and these big mats, and you pay for it all, and it doesn't cost a lot. You know what I mean? What would he probably put down about twenty bucks at the most? Um, I don't even think it's that much. And I, I would I would doubt it. Yeah, I think uh, from what I recall, yeah, it was never it was never that much. But like there was people that would women that would well women or men that would have you know like a number of cards in front of them that I'd be like how how do you, you not track make it? mistakes like how do you keep track of this because I am physically incapable of doing this if we could tie this right back in maybe if I had 360 degree vision I could do this but uh, right now I just can't it's too many numbers there you go yeah, I feel like I, fucking Rain Man for a minute there just repeating numbers and letters and it not making sense to me but you know I think you'd be benefited by the additional arms and hands as well to, to help pr pr deal, deal with that task. Yeah, I don't understand how they that. do it that, but they're so focused. And I remember one woman said something, and this other woman said, you don't have bingo, you stupid bitch. I was like, <laughs> I was like, holy shit. Shit's going down in the grade school auditorium. I got a fucking pair of darning needles in my purse, and I'll jab them right into your Fucking neck, you stupid cunt. <laughs> I'm gonna go Just... ahead and knit your brain a cozy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. Uh, yeah, I felt like I. So I'm with, of course, I'm with friends. I'm, I'm joking around. So I'm like, like, oh man, this is kind of like, I'm gonna tribally gang mark myself with this, this, this ink stick. Like, let them know I've, I'm, in, I'm indoctrinated, so they don't try to jump me. I'm like, no, I'm with the. Uh, I'm with the uh, the knitters, yo. You know, it's like put something on my arm, like a like a jail tattoo to sort of identify myself. But I couldn't figure out if anyone actually did that. So <laughs> you know, it would have been cool to have some kind of like affiliation, like a faction affiliation, while I was in there to sort of cover my ass. If if you're a lady, you get a shawl that's a specific color and has a design on it. And uh, yeah, if you're a guy, it's probably a, a sweater vest. Yeah, or like a, and there's like a probably a brooch that that is worn by the the like the matriarch oh, of the group or whatever. Yeah. I had a very memorable um, uh, time with some squirrels. Nothing sexual when I say memorable <sighs> time, but just uh, my parents have several sheds on their property and one of them uh we use kind of as a little workshop area and the squirrels have decided that they want to live in there um also and uh we have boxes of things and and they like to get into them and then they have babies and it smells absolutely fucking dreadful in there uh at times and uh, i do my best i go in there every time i open the door up and i stop my feet and go squirrels, rah, you know and, and get them all riled up and usually they just run away but today i had two very plucky squirrels that decided that they were going to mouth me so they're chattering and making all these noises. So I had a broom with me, and I was kind of poking at them with them to try to get them to go out. And um, it was um, it was quite the quite the, the the scene. If you had been listening to it from outside and couldn't see what was going on, it sounded like I was probably getting mauled by a couple of squirrels today. 
<laughs> Those squirrels wanted to fuck my shit up. And I'm waiting for the day, because my mom says this all the time, that one of them jumps off of the ledge that goes around the bottom of the, the where the roof and the walls attach, and uh, just attaches itself to my face, and I come screaming out with a squirrel fucking just ripping the shit out of me. I hope that, I hope that day doesn't come, but, um, that was, that was my special moment with nature today. Um, not even five minutes. What did that (laughs) remind me of? Oh, um, when my brother and I were kids, uh, when we were younger and he was still living in my parents' house. So this would have put me at about, I want to say I was 13 or 14, probably 14. And, uh. My brother lived in the attic room at that point, and I lived mm-hmm. in one of the second-story rooms. And uh, he comes downstairs one night. He's like, Tom, 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 help. And there's a bat in his room, and he's like, I'm like, oh, shit. And uh, these bats would get into his room all the time because we just had a drop ceiling in there, and they would get in under the eaves, and they would walk around on top mm-hmm. of the the phone I remember, like, chunk, yeah. chunk, 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 chunk. and then they would get out and eventually they would get out somehow and they would fly around the room and that'd be a huge pain in the ass so as we're downstairs the bat zooms over our head and down this down to the front to the bottom of the house and 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 is now flapping around mindlessly panicking in the in the on the first floor of the house my brother and I like we run out to the garage and we just grab all the sports equipment that my that had been collected between the three of us, my sister, Street my brother, and I. Street hockey sticks and tennis rackets and baseball gloves. Everything, yeah, goalie masks, masks, you name it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, of course, football helmets, whatever we could find, and we put all this shit on, and we go back in the house. And I think Kurt had like a net and a broom, and I had a, a pool strainer. And a fucking a fucking tennis racket or something I don't know, and we're like trying to smack this thing out of the air, and we're running all around, and we're like, oh fuck, we're gonna get it, we're gonna get it, and we have the front door wide open, so bugs are probably flying in by the thousands. Oh yeah, possibly a bird or two, maybe a vagrant. Yeah, but you know we're trying to chase the damn thing out because we've gotten it out of the house before by that way, but this time we finally caught it in a bag. We we get it in a trash bag. We take the trash bag outside. He sprayed it full of raid till the can was empty. Oh. Closed closed the bag off. Put it in another bag. Closed that off in a box and taped the box shut. We left it on the porch for five fucking days. Finally, my dad's like, "All right, I'm sick of this goddamn box, and we gotta bury this 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 bat." And so he goes to open up the box. He opens up the box. He opens up the bag. The second bag. He opens it up, and the fucking bat goes. And it had right superpowers now. No, it just was pissed off and it flew away. But it flew right up in my dad's face, and my dad goes by the old adage that a bat will instantly give you rabies and kill you. Oh, yeah. Like, And it's a reasonable... I mean, rabies... There are rabies carriers. Um, they're not the most rabid animals, relatively speaking, because they're not land animals. Usually it's land animals. Conservatives are. <laughs> I'm sorry. <sighs> anyway, yeah. Um, so they're... Uh, they're not the most rabid species, but it's still a concern. But anyway, now my dad has a phobia of bats. 
I think having one fly towards your face can do something like that. I would think now, so. Yeah. Now, now, out where I I grew up in a in a more uh, you know rural section of uh, of the area we live in, and I never really had too much uh, interaction with them. Besides, that I knew that when it got to be dusk every night during the summer, especially, you'd see them zipping around, grabbing bugs and stuff. And I knew that if you threw rocks up in the air, they would chase them. Uh huh. So I've we never, used to I do didn't that. Know that. Yeah, yeah. If you if you throw rocks up in the air and they catch it with their sonar, they will dart and fly after it. Which is kind of funny because I guess if you really wanted to, you could kind of throw rocks up in the air above somebody and the bat would probably fly right at them and scare the shit out of them. I really didn't. <laughs> I really true. didn't do that when we were kids, but I guess you probably could. I remember being at a friend's house. This was only like maybe two summers ago, and it was getting late. <laughs> And all of a sudden, all these bats go flying into this chimney. And they're just like, like, it was almost like the chimney was a vacuum cleaner. Like, <laughs> and all like, like, like there had to have been like 50, 60 bats flew down this chimney. And it was, it was like, it was like something out of the movie Pitch Black. It was really bizarre and mm. a little haunting, you know, like, like, that's a lot of bats. To think, that's a shit ton of bats. Like all the bats in the neighborhood were living in this guy's chimney, and probably they never. You know, I mean, probably the chimney was just inert, like like they didn't have the fireplace open at all. Yeah, they probably yeah. had the flue shut and they never used it at all, especially not during the summer. But I don't think yeah, I've ever seen them nobody, use their yeah. chimney. One time he shaved his mustache and every th everybody thought his face looked like a bald pussy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. That's yeah. terrible. And there was this other guy named, uh, I, I can't remember his name. So instead even... of his mouth going up or side to side, it went up and down? No. No. No, no, no. He's of got a vertical not. smile on his face. <laughs> Yeah, that's the Terminator. That's not the Terminator. That's the Predator. You're thinking of the Predator. <laughs> that was that an very, incredible impersonation. That is that is a very vaginal mouth, only with teeth, which makes me uncomfortable. It's kind of like reminds if you me mixed... of one of those horror movies where the girl has teeth in her vagina. I think there's got to be a couple movies that are like that. Yeah, Vagina, Vagina Dentata is the name of that. I don't know if that's the name of the movie, but that's the name of, like, that concept, I guess, of having Yeah, I don't think it's vagina. a real condition. You, you don't think? I, I, I doubt it, yeah. Probably like having teeth in your anus. You could probably take a pair of those vampire teeth and put them in your pussy. Well, not in my pussy because I don't have one, but I get well, what you're not saying. not yours, but yeah, like those vampire yeah. teeth and then sort of clack them, use your kegel muscles to like open oh, them yeah. and close them. So you accidentally bite your clit. Oh, Because somehow yeah, it would get no down good. in between the teeth. I don't know how, but you know. I always think about how rough the edges were on those fucking vampire teeth. Yeah. Like you cut, you slice your gums up your and gums. shit, yeah. and yet we yeah. still, all of us, to this day, would be like, "Oh my god, a pair of vampire teeth! Let me add them." <laughs> yeah, I know. None of them. They've never fit well, ever. Like no. you've never gotten a pair where they fit well. 
They always just, and they, I mean, of course they didn't fit well. It's not like it's a dental appliance. You paid, you paid a buck for them. <laughs> one size fits all. Yeah, one size fits all. Does not usually apply to dental appliances. Yeah, one size fits all. It's got a hinge about an inch back, so you're talking like this. <laughs> <laughs>